It's been an amazing journey for me as we have studied the first 20 chapters of Revelation. I hope your faith has deepened as well as your knowledge and understanding of the God we serve. Bible study should always strengthen our fellowship with the Father. Today on Drawing Near, John pulls back the curtain on the great white throne. Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet have already been cast into the lake of fire. Now, mankind faces the judgment. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 20, and join us for a great white throne. As we prepare to study this passage today, join me as we go to the Lord in prayer. Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. King David said that he hid your word in his heart that he might not sin against you. That doesn't mean he simply wanted to know your commandments, but rather he wanted to know you, the author of all those commands. Commands alone, Father, will never get us to the place you desire us to be. We need a relationship with you. We need to walk in fellowship with you. And you have provided a means for that through Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and our faith in him and him alone. We praise you for that. Father, we know your word says that it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that to judgment. But the believer doesn't have to worry about the judgment, because Jesus Christ has already been judged in our place. We praise you for that. What love, mercy, and grace. Help us to grow in our appreciation of your saving grace. Help us to live out our faith in gratitude to that truth. Now open our eyes, open our ears, give us understanding. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 11, we read these words. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. There seems to be much confusion about the great white throne judgment. It is a place of judgment. It is a place where all of mankind, from Adam on to the very last person ever born, to stand before God and to be judged. Many teach that Christians will not be judged, but that's not the case. Paul writes, we will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of those things done in the flesh. People respond to that by saying, well, pastor, I'm saved. Why should I be judged? Well, as we look at these verses, hopefully, if that's your question, you will understand. When we read in verse 11 that John sees a great white throne and the one who sits on it, that's an amazing concept all by itself. John being able to see the one who sits on the throne. Now again, John doesn't tell us right here who it is that's sitting on the throne. Often through the book of Revelation, John is focusing on the what of things rather than the who of things. Everything centers around the throne. It doesn't matter what the angel's name is. It doesn't matter who's blowing a trumpet. We haven't really seen any names in this book at all. John sees this vision, and in this vision, these details are withheld. We are given only what God wants us to have. And we need to accept that. 
So John sees the great white throne and the one who sits on it. And it's from that individual's face, the earth and heaven flee. They cannot remain in his presence. It's time for a new heaven and a new earth. Praise the Lord. We're told at the end of verse 11, and there was found no place for them. In other words, there was no place anymore for a heaven and earth that has been contaminated with sin. So the former dwelling place of mankind is gone. In verse 12, we see, and I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. Small and great emphasize the fact that there is no human being, regardless of their stature, their wealth, their achievements, their knowledge, no human being, small or great, will be able to escape judgment before God. It is appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment. We must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. All of the dead, small and great, are standing before God, and books were opened. And then another book was opened, according to verse 12, which is the book of life. I assume that when the books are open, the collection of books, that what's contained in them are the works of mankind. Those books contain the fact that every human being is sinful and unworthy of salvation. We are all condemned based on our own works. Has there been good that we've done? Yes. But that good is not sufficient to overcome the sin that condemns us. But we're told in verse 12, another book was opened, which is the book of life. And it says, And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. Verse 13 tells us, The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. In verse 14 we read, Death and Hades, death and the grave, were cast into the lake of fire. Systematically, deliberately, God is cleansing all of creation of its sin, or the contamination of sin. Satan, the Antichrist, the false prophet, those deceivers, they're gone. Heaven and earth, tainted by mankind's sin, gone. Death and the grave, gone. That's what we're seeing here. They're cast into the lake of fire. Judgment has been executed upon them. And then we're told in verse 14 at the end, this is the second death. The casting into the lake of fire is the second death. The first death is our physical death, where our body goes to the grave. The second death occurs at the judgment, when all of those who are guilty of sin before God are cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And we're told in verse 15, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So all of those if their name was not in that second book, that other book, the book of life, they are judged and cast into the lake of fire and experience the second death. They too are gone. Time is running out on all those who are in sin, those in sin who deceive, 
those things contaminated by sin, sinners themselves, time is running out, and one day it will be over. There is an urgency for mankind. Today is the day of salvation. We need to share the gospel, and lost sinners need to believe. So whose names are written in the book of life? Who are those individuals who will escape eternal damnation in the lake of fire because their names have been recorded in that book? They are all of those who put their faith in Jesus Christ, who trust in the grace and mercy of God, and have followed him. They do not simply believe. James tells us, you believe in God, you do well. The devils believe and tremble. We cannot just know that God exists. We cannot just know the historical facts of Jesus Christ. Faith is entrusting ourselves to him, following him, believing his word, and believing his word is evidenced by our living out his word to the best of our ability. That is not salvation by works. That is salvation that results in works of faith. There is a huge difference between the two. If you have trusted in the Lord Jesus by faith, if you have been indwelled by his Holy Spirit, your name is written in the book of life, and you have nothing to fear from judgment after death. Praise the Lord. Father, there is much that we do not understand, much information that we haven't been given, but we are thankful to know this that through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, our sins are forgiven. Through his death, burial, and resurrection, we are promised new life in Christ, abundant life on earth, and eternal life with you. And I'm so thankful for the description of that eternal life that we see in the next couple of chapters. Thank you, Father, for your righteousness, for your goodness. I thank you that you judge sin. I am sorry that there are sinners to judge. But Father, through your grace and mercy, every one has had an opportunity to trust in Jesus Christ, to worship you, and to acknowledge you as God. I pray, Father, that you will work in the hearts of the lost today, bringing them to the knowledge of salvation. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.